Coming up on this edition of Out of the Blue from Middle Tennessee State University, we talk about the July edition of MTSU Magazine. Chris Young Cafe and his generous gift is on the cover. We explore our partnership with Big Machine Music Grand Prix, and we talk about the innovative Blue Mars Initiative. I'm Andrew Ottman, and this is Out of the Blue. In this episode, we're previewing coming attractions in the July edition of MTSU Magazine. It will be mailed to our 130,000 alumni and available on our website, mtsunews.com. We begin the show with our magazine's cover story, the generous gift by one of our most prominent alums, country music superstar Chris Young. It allowed us to open a new performance venue on our campus. Here to tell us all about the Chris Young Cafe is John Merchant, chair of our recording industry department in the College of Media and Entertainment. Well, John, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on Out of the Blue. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew. It's nice to see you. And I'm very proud that the Chris Young Cafe is going to be the cover of MTSU Magazine. That's and, exciting. And we're very excited about that because this is a very exciting project. And let's talk about how this idea came about. To take this building that's embedded in, in some of our original campus dormitories on near the Cope Administration building, but it was long in the tooth and really needed a, a new purpose. How did y'all come into possession of that building? It started with this idea that we really wanted to have a venue in the middle of campus. We didn't feel like students were being served. There was no um, way for us to present sort of smaller format events on campus. We, we originally approached and said, well, we just need the building and a half million dollars and we can make it work. <laughs> and you'll be stunned to learn that that was not well received. That didn't go over it, just right away? For some reason, they did not write us a check <laughs> on, on the spot. The current director of the cafe, a very clever professor named Frank Baird, said, you know, let, let's try a different approach. And he said, you know what, could we just have a key? Could we, and they, well, yeah, we can make you a key. So we took over a, a small corner and did uh, occasional shows. So as part of the Department of Recording Industry, one of the things that we want to do is give all of our students a place to practice their craft. And so, so a venue that we ran would be the ideal opportunity to do all of those things. And so this modest corner of the cafe gave us a place to do all of those things. And then um, to his immense credit, um, uh, Chris Young and his mom, Becky, uh, agreed to donate some money to help us turn that from a modest venue into something a little more impressive. Oh, it's a lot more impressive. And we've got some photos in MTSU Magazine that shows how impressive that is. I've described it to many people as eventually it's going to become sort of the campus version of the Bluebird Cafe, that kind of intimate opportunity for different songwriters, performers, and even comedians, uh, poetry readings, all those things to have that intimate audience experience. Maybe the occasional fashion show. Mm -hmm. We're very excited about all of those things. The idea is that this becomes a center for after hours life for students. It's right in the middle of where all the dorms are. Um, it's the perfect size. It's about 200 seats, 210. Um, like the Bluebird, it allows the crowd to come right up to the edge of the stage, which provides this wonderful sense of intimacy. And it is, again, it's a place for all of our students to showcase what they do. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about how having the name Chris Young on this building, what does that mean to you personally, John, in the recording industry program? You know, Chris, is, as a graduate of the program, um, is, showcases the best of who we are in many ways. Terrific performer, super nice guy, 
great songwriter and a great ambassador for our program to the rest of the world. And, and so Chris is just this shining example of one of our grads who's gone off into the professional world and does right by us every day through the quality of their work, the quality of, of, of who they are, how they, the image they project into the world. That's more than any donation. The fact that he then generously gave back, which mm -hmm. is always something that we're, we are very appreciative of, allowed us to name this venue for him uh, and celebrate you know, what he's done since graduation. This simple gift um, will yield tremendous value for our students. Well, John, you, you mentioned how Chris is a fantastic ambassador for the university, and in May, the university, the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center, helped present a Salute the Troops show at the Grand Ole Opry. Chris Young was the head, headliner, and Chris got up and said a from-the-heart testimonial about his alma mater. We're going to show that video to you now. Thank you, guys. I do want to take a quick second and say that uh, my alma mater, Middle Tennessee State University, helped the Opry present tonight's fantastic salute to troop show uh, mtsu is home to the charlie and hazel daniels veterans and military family center the largest veteran support center on any university campus general keith huber who worked with charlie to open the daniels center is here tonight along with our beloved hazel daniels and charlie daniels jr General, just want to say thank you for helping further Charlie's legacy of supporting our troops. And to Hazel and Charlie Jr. specifically, I love you, we love you, and we miss Charlie very, very much. I mean, John, that's exactly what you were talking about. He, from the heart, never forgets his alma mater. It's, it's wonderful. We're so appreciative of people like Chris who go out into the world and show them who we are mm -hmm. every day. It makes us just beyond proud. John Merchant, thanks for joining us on the program. It's we appreciate pleasure. your time. It's great to see you. And we'll be right back. The Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center located at Middle Tennessee State University is the largest and most comprehensive on an academic campus in the nation. We lost our patriot Charlie on 6 July 2020. The creation of the General's Fund was his last public event in support of our military. So many men and women that have served, that expected to be able to have their tuition or certain assistance being given to them, that money evaporated. With the establishment of the general fund is to make sure that all those men and women can get through MTSU and pursue what they thought they could do when they came on back. We're extremely proud that the Predators have identified the need to help make this fund one of the best at our university for our veterans. It's very important just for me personally that they offered this fund and I feel like there are a lot of students on campus like me whose benefits run out and they aren't aware of that. To be the first recipient of the General's Fund is truly an honor. I'm the person that if I'm a, the spokesperson or the face of something, I want to do it to my best ability and just to help share this experience with other students just like me who are military dependents on MTSU's campus that can receive help from the Daniel Center because everything here and in, in, in this center is just here to help us. What the General's Fund means to me, it's a help when I'm falling. So if I'm struggling or anything, I know I can come to the Daniel Center and they 
have me, they have a help for me, they have a way to figure things out. Join us, contribute to the continuation of Charlie's legendary support of our military. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman. In this episode, we're previewing the coming attractions in the July edition of MTSU Magazine. MTSU now has two distinct partnerships with Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, the three-day IndyCar race that will make its debut in Nashville during the first weekend in August. Late last year, we partnered with the Grand Prix to allow our students in concrete and construction management to make the concrete barriers that will define the downtown route of the race. In May, we expanded that partnership to include promotion of the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center. We announced the next great step in this partnership in a live special edition of this program from the Grand Ole Opry. Andrew Ottman and Hillary Miller live from the Grand Ole Opry House here in Nashville, Tennessee with MTSU alum Matt Cruz, CEO of Big Machine Music City Grand Prix and a car, what? Wow, thanks for having us out and letting us be part of such an amazing event. So. Oh, we, we were so excited that we're breaking the news. Actually, I think we've been, we've been so excited we broke the news <laughs> yeah. out throughout the entire, right. the entire episode of our partnership with, uh, with, your, with your race and, and the tie that you're gonna be building with the Daniel Center is just mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, you know, again, when you called, uh, it was almost you were like, trying to sell us on doing this, and I couldn't say yes quick enough. I mean, I was so honored that you would think of us to use this incredible platform that IndyCar, the city of Nashville, have, have given us to show Nashville to the world. But for us to be able right. to use this to show some of the amazing stuff that MTSU does with the Veterans Program, with their Concrete and Construction Science Program, you know, for my little alma mater, it's an honor for us to be able to do this. You, you, you tell this fantastic story of your, your connection with Dr. Heather Brown, the former director of our school, yeah, a sure. professor, um, and when she made this amazing pitch to you about how she could help the race, and uh, I'll, I'll let you tell that story because it was so much fun. Well, I mean, what, what, what Dr. Brown and the program have done there have changed the way that we look at barricades and how they're built and the content they're, they're, they're built out of. And uh, I was given our pitch for our race to Roger Pinsky, who's a business icon, the owner yes. of IndyCar. Uh, and I thought I delivered the pitch well. And he sort of kind of pushed me away and said, this is not how we do barricades. We've done them the same way for 30 years. And uh, we we're fortunate enough to get another shot uh, back in uh, Nashville a couple weeks later and Dr. Brown showed up. And I felt like made the same presentation I did. And his, uh, and his immediate response was, we're doing this everywhere and I want to go back to college. I mean, it was so, right, right. so uh, uh, but uh, unbelievable. I mean, again, it's, it, like I was blown away when I, when I toured the Daniels Center the other day. Uh, I was blown away the first time I understood you know, what, what they were doing with that program in, in, in MTSU because it's, you know, I remember you know, my, my little MTSU from 30 years ago and it's amazing right. on a global scale what they're doing. Mm -hmm. right. I want to talk about that visit to the Daniel Center because yeah. you know, General Huber was so excited that you were coming uh, out and uh, I think uh, when you, he offered, do you want to see the Daniel Center, you said, yes, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, and you were there tomorrow um, and okay. we were able to walk the halls with him and see yeah. how we're serving students. And you said that really left you with a big impact, right? Oh, it did. And, you know, and, and, and Gen General Hubert tells it 
the, the banner when you walk in just blew me away. The more I thought about that mm -hmm. driving home is, you know, the, the banner that's been there for 10 to 15 years now, and, and it was like it was put up yesterday. It just shows the respect that the MTSU students have for their veterans, and sure. uh, I was just blown away. I mean, I, you know, Cornelie, I had two heroes growing up. It was Charlie Daniels and Richard Petty, mm -hmm. and later in life, I was fortunate enough to meet both, and both didn't disappoint. I mean, when you put your heroes on such a pedestal, uh, and for us to be able to see the work that Charlie and, and, and General Hubert have done and right. us to be a small, small part of, of, of showing, that, showing that to the world. And uh, I mean, it's, it's humbling. Humbling is, I can't even think of a stronger word. It's humbling that you guys allow us to do that. Let's talk about the Grand Prix. Yeah. And uh, let's, if folks, I can't believe if folks don't know about this, but let's just pretend, let's pretend. they need some re reminders on the dates and describe what experience this is going to be. Yeah, so on August 6th, you'll have, we will launch the inaugural Music City Grand Prix. And, you know, the Grand Prix is an extension of what Nashville is, and Nashville is the best entertainment city in America, I would argue, in the world right now. We do big events really well. I say we. The city does big events very well. And the Grand Prix is just an extension of that. Uh, you know, we've always said tongue-in-cheek that we hope half our people leave and never see a car, and if they've done that, we've done our job. So you'll see a three-day music food festival that also includes some cars going 200 miles an hour over the Korean Veterans Bridge. So yeah. put all that together in downtown Nashville, uh, you know, we have the opportunity for the next, you know, few years to really create something that's not just in America, but globally may be one of the premier motorsports mm -hmm. events, uh, you know, worldwide. Uh, it, it, I'll even, you know, from a music point of view, we're really, really fortunate to kick off our Fridays, our Freedom Friday. We're, uh, we're you know, supporting, we're, we're really, really focusing on our troops, our first responders, police, okay. fire, uh, and, you know, giving away a ton of tickets to in that community. Mm -hmm. And we really want to make them the star of that day. And that night's concert, which I can't announce yet, but uh, on Friday you'll oh, really... come on, we're oh, on a live, live broadcast. you got to announce On, on Friday on. you'll <laughs> really see some amazing names who are putting okay. their voice... Uh, time and voice forward to really honor the troops. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about the artist community. You know, a lot of those people didn't tour last year. And for them to give up a Friday night in right. August to come help honor our troops, uh, the names you're going to see attached to that are going to blow you away. You know, adding the Grand Prix right. to the list of partners of the Daniel mm -hmm. Center, uh, along with the Opry, along with the Predators, along with the Sounds. Dr. Miller, that's got to that's gotta be a, a heart-thumping kind of, like, wow. If you're wow. an iconic piece of Nashville, we're coming to talk to you. Yeah. So that's yeah. right. That's yeah, and, and of course, it wasn't a hard sell with this guy, former no. well, MTSU football that's, that's player. Yes, right. I mean, blue. He already so, did a true blue right. car, so, so. This, is, this is really the biggest ambassador yeah. right now, physically, of, of the program, right, of, of, the, of, the, of the race. So this is what we'll see on the streets of, of Nashville, something yeah. very similar to this, imagine, right? Imagine 27 of these cars going door-to-door -door at 200 miles an hour over the Korean Veterans Bridge. That's wow. What, if that's not going to get your heart racing, I don't know what will. Wow, but we also, again, you know, as I said, we're a multi-day festival, and you know, our fan zones are going to have a lot of interactive uh, displays and, and ways to really take in the race. And one of them, hopefully, a way that we've had some conversations is, you know, how, how, do, we, how do we do some veteran programs in and around our race? Sure. To, you know, maybe it's sign up for benefits. We want to use this platform that mm -hmm. you know, the city of Nashville and IndyCar have given us an unbelievable platform. And we want to, you know, we're, we're Nashvillians. We want to use this 365 days a year. And if, oh, if one sure. small way we can grow the program there, we would be. Oh, it's absolutely, absolutely incredible. So if, if I could take you back in the Wayback Machine for a little sure. bit. How, how did the idea for the Grand Prix start? Where, well, where did it come from? Uh, I worked in NASCAR for you know a couple of decades, and in doing that, you know we travel the United States. You know we go see, uh, you know we race in a lot of cities. There are cities that do similar races. Long Beach is one, more on the IndyCar world mm -hmm. side. Uh, St. Pete, uh, Toronto, 
But being a Nashvilleian and Nash, as Nashville continued to grow, and we started doing things like the the, the draft and the, the the you know our fireworks display, which is the biggest in, in 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 the United States. Our New Year's Eve is second biggest in the United States. I was like, man, our city's better. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are great events, but you know we start we start on third base because we start off with Nashville as the right. backdrop for this. Uh, and it just you know obviously it's you know there's a lot of logistics. This will be about six years. You know when, when we take our green flag on on August the sixth, it'll be you know about a six year you know journey to get there. But you know, during that time, Nashville's only gotten better. I think people are going to be blown away post COVID when they go into downtown Nashville, the the building that has taken place in the last right. year. So it's a you know I think it sets up uh, it just sets up so perfectly for us okay. to be able to really really again let's show Nashville the world. And uh, I. Uh, and again, and again, it comes down to partnerships and brands and to have partnerships like our partnership, like the Opry, like some of our great corporate sponsors. Uh, you know, I think it's a can't miss. It's fantastic. You know, the crowd's starting to fill up yeah. here at the Opry House and you'll see the lines what? already forming behind us. This is the Opry's first sellout. Isn't that great uh, to see? In, in so many months, <laughs> right. uh, everything coming back for the Salute Troops event. Perfect. You on stage with General Huber. A little nerve-wracking, isn't it? this great thing. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but also just this continuation of not only tonight, yeah. but to the race, to Freedom Friday right, yeah. and beyond. Matt, we, we just so deeply thank appreciate you. everything you're doing to keep your alma mater connected no, thank and, you. and advancing it. Thank you for allowing us. I, well, and I, and I, I truly, truly mean that. Matt, you're a fun. true blue through and through. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, you brought a true blue car. Right. Thank you so very much. Thank you. My thanks to Robert Mogison and his student crew from True Blue TV Productions for that live show from the Opry House. We'll be right back. I am True Blue. As a member of this diverse community, I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. So many men and women that have served that expected to be able to have their tuition or certain assistance being given to them, that money evaporated. With the establishment of the general fund is to make sure that all those men and women can get through MTSU and pursue what they thought they could do when they came on back. We're extremely proud that the predators 
have identified the need to help make this fund one of the best at our university for our veterans. Middle Tennessee State University offers more than 100 master's and doctoral degrees designed for working professionals. Many of MTSU's graduate programs are offered partially or completely online. More information is available at mtsu.edu graduate. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman. In this episode, we're previewing coming attractions in the July edition of MTSU Magazine. Our Vice President for Research, Dr. David Butler, had an audacious idea. Could we design a research project that would allow our students to explore and study how you could live on the planet Mars? What came from that idea in 2017 was the Blue Mars Initiative, a student-led, faculty-mentored exploration that touches on almost every academic discipline. Two of the students of the Blue Mars crew, Caitlin McVeigh and Jared Frazier, join us on Out of the Blue. Well, Caitlin, Jared, welcome to the program. We're glad to have you here. I, uh, I gotta tell you, this is a fun topic, but uh, before we get into what Blue Mars is, let's talk about each of you. Caitlin, let's uh, tell our viewers your major, where you're from, and uh, how long you've been at MTSU. Yeah, so I'm an English major, and I am also minoring in German. I love languages. Transferred in 2018, the very beginning. Where'd you transfer from? Nashville State Community College. Wonderful. And I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. Wonderful. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you found MTSU. That's great. Jared, what about you? Sure. Um, so I was born in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, but I, I lived actually eight years in San Diego, California, but now I've been in Spring Hill, Tennessee for about 14 years. Okay. Um, so really, I consider Spring Hill my hometown. But in terms of majors, I'm a computer science major with a lot of coursework in chemistry. So I have minors in chemistry, mathematics, and of course, university honors, because we are both in the honors program. So here you are one day on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University, and you get an email something about this Blue Mars Initiative. Jared, what, what was all that about? What, what did you think? Yeah, so I, I was definitely excited because it was, it was such a, an interesting topic, the, the hypothetical colonization of Mars and the factors that we might have to consider if we were to colonize it. And so at the time, I had just finished up a lot of chemistry research and wanted to transition into something more computational. And uh, as, as everyone uh, who wants to get involved in a computational field does, I wanted to learn a little bit about machine learning. And so, this, this opportunity came up and I thought, well, I want to learn about machine learning. Mars sounds great. How can I combine the two? And so that's, that's how I got involved in it. Well, Caitlin, what about you, an English major? How did, how did you connect into this? Yeah, so fun story, I used to be an animal science major. So I have a okay. heavy science background starting from high school. So the science did appeal to me on a very uh, intimate level. But by the time I got the email, I got the same email that Jared did. I had switched to an English major because I'm a writer. I like to joke that in another life I would have been an astronaut. So I was immediately on board with it. I loved it. I wanted to help and do something with it. So I reached out and now I have a creative project. I'm the only creative project on the team. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> that's really cool. That's neat. So of course, MTSU Magazine is featuring you in a spread that we're calling True Blue Mars. What I love about the article, it talks about how innovative and aspirational this is. So when you're telling your parents or tell your friends, hey, I'm on this Blue Mars initiative. They go, what? How do you explain it to them? Sure, sure. So I, I lead with just a very simple sentence, and that's typically I want to try and predict the weather on Mars. And then, of course, I have to qualify that with why that's important. Um, of course, we have the infrastructure on Earth to make extremely accurate predictions for weather. 
um, and that of course is uh, important for a number of reasons. We, we want to be able to deal with severe weather, and we want to be able to build buildings that have the structural integrity to resist severe weather or other forms of weather, and we don't have any of the um, tools or instruments on Mars in order to do that. So naturally I approached machine learning, um, which doesn't require all of these pre-existing infrastructures in order to predict anything really. Um, I didn't really need to know anything about computational fluid dynamics. I didn't know any, need to know anything specific about the atmosphere of Mars. All I needed was a collection of data, which was available through NASA. And uh, I use algorithms which are, which are well understood, and I simply applied them to try and predict the weather on Mars at least one day in advance, and I'm working towards doing seven days in advance. So the, the data that was provided by NASA is for a specific region of Mars known as the Gale Crater. It's about, uh, I think, 100 kilometers in uh, diameter. It's a fairly large region, and there's about eight years of Earth years worth of data, something like four or five years worth of Martian data, because they have different lengths of days. Mm -hmm. um, you know, way out in way out in space and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, you know, I'm able to predict that. And fortunately, the the data that is actually provided, it's considered high spatiotemporal data, meaning it's actually collected lots of different things: ambient temperature, ground temperature, humidity, all of these things collected about every five minutes per given Martian day. So what I could have done if I wanted to be more ambitious was predict, for example, the weather within a specific day. But I chose to instead aggregate all of that data in a single day and then use that to sort of predict days in the, in the future. And that's known as medium range weather forecasting, typically. This is so incredible. And Caitlin, you're the, uh, you described yourself as a creative member of the team, but uh, you've also got science background. Um, how, do you, how do you explain to your parents and friends what you're doing on, on this project? So I look at it from a human perspective and an emotional and psychological perspective. I am very interested in what the astronauts are going to experience emotionally, psychologically, psychiatrically, mm -hmm. when they're the first people ever on Earth to lose sight of Earth and see it as a star and not a planet that they're rotating around. What do you gain, Caitlin, from a project like this? I mean, how does this help you uh, in the things that you want to achieve as a student at MTSU? Yeah, so at MTSU, I have been fortunate enough to be able to strive and grow and learn things that I never thought I would want to learn or need to learn, um, especially in the soft skills. But it's a stretch of my skills, you know, mm -hmm. imagining something that has yet to happen but will happen one day. And it's a challenge scientifically for me because I have to understand the science right. to be able to write about it. Now, I don't have to understand it to Jared's level, but <laughs> a lot of what he says goes right over my head sometimes. But you have to make it relatable. Exactly. So that's For a challenge. For folks like me. Right. Exactly. So that's a huge challenge that I face as a writer. It's a little bit of technical writing, a little bit of humanity, mm -hmm. just trying to get people to imagine what it's really going to be like to go to another planet, because that, in the history of humanity has never happened. Absolutely. And, and Jared, obviously there's some cool science that's going through your brain on this kind of stuff. How does this help you in what your, your goals and aspirations are? Sure, sure. Um, so I'd, I'd done a lot of chemistry research and I mentioned that, and most of what I'd done was analytical chemistry research. So that's the kind of thing where you imagine a scientist or a chemist uh, in the lab mixing chemicals and measuring things and things like that. And so uh, I can echo her sentiment in the sense that I wanted to really expand my skills to something that I'd never done before. And why that would be useful is in chemistry, the combination of data science and chemistry has started to really arise within the last 10 or 15 years with the growth of computational resources and high-performance computing. And so I wanted to sort of 
enter, sort of dip my feet into the, into the realm of machine learning so that I might be able to learn some concepts that I could pl apply to those, um, to that realm of computer science and data science. Oh, that's fantastic. And congratulations, a Goldwater Scholarship uh, recipient, which is wonderful. Both of you in our University Honors College, it's fantastic. Uh, Caitlin, Jared, members of our Blue Mars Initiative crew, it's an honor having you on the show. Thank you much. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And that does wrap up another edition of Out of the Blue. You can find news about the campus 24 hours a day by going to our website, mtsunews.com. You can also find special content about the university on our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Andrew Ottman. Stay safe, stay on course, and remain true blue. Out of the Blue is broadcast on Murfreesboro Cable Channel 9, Monday through Sunday at 11 a.m. and 1.30 p.m on News Channel 5 Plus and on MTSU student station MT10. It's also available on other cable outlets in Middle Tennessee, so check your local listings. Out of the Blue is a production of MTSU's Division of Marketing and Communications and MTSU Audiovisual Services and the College of Education. Copyright 2021, all rights reserved.